Good afternoon, welcome to the market wrap for APW for week ending 4th of June. Stuart Williamson here at the helm. Um, good afternoon. Okay, today's topic is, is it too late to buy UK property? Have I missed the boat? Has it sailed without me? Am I better to wait now until prices fall if they do and buy and try and buy a bargain? So let's have a look at it. Many of you will have seen that we've seen this Pictures in the press on the internet about huge price rises, record number of transactions, probably selling within one day of going onto the market. Okay, I'm not going to cover all that. All that. It's really a case of looking at it now and saying, is it FOMO? People are jumping in because it's fear of missing out, or is it still a sound buying opportunity? Short answer is it's not too late. Okay, but you've got to have a caveat in there, which is we've never had this black swan scenario of COVID before, and so we know no one really knows what's what's going to happen. And um, that has been brought out by looking at, you know, all the research we've had there. Now, last week um, on our podcast, we had a little chat about, which is, comes out every Monday. Please do subscribe if you can. Uh, we had a little chat because a gentleman very, very sanely said that I was being wishy-washy when it came to my opinions. And um, any input is good. That's great. I just want to point out some of the research that's gone on over the last two years and and what they have come up with. Just to clarify though, where the term wishy-washy comes from, because it's quite an interesting term, it comes from 1703, when one of the first characters in Aladdin was known as wishy-washy. Uh, it's also a ailment that Charlie Brown from Peanuts suffers from. He suffers from wishy-washiness. So perhaps that's what I've got, wishy-washiness. Okay, in 2020, house prices went up by 7.6%. In March of that year, the following forecasts were made Knight Frank, less 3%. Jones Lang, LaSalle, less 8%. The CEBR, less 13%. Savills, less 10 Then in June, they said less 75 And in September, they said actually no, plus 4%. And the Bank of England said it could be as much as 15%. So it isn't criticizing those people. It's just that forecasts are a general guide. Uh, they don't mean very much. You need to look at the fundamentals, which is some of the areas we've covered very much in, in recent uh, um, APW market wraps, which is basically things like quantitative easing. The government has, has, has done £450 billion of the quantitative easing at an all-time record, more than all previous quantitative easing put together. Quantitative easing, that is, to speak more sanely. Covid support mechanisms, furlough and so on, they've been fantastic. They've done very well to help people in the employment marketplace. Stamp duty holiday, very strong as well. 95% mortgages are out there. Very good. You've also got low mortgage rates, as little as 2% in some cases. I've heard last week about, about TSB offering one at less than 2%. Undersupply, 345 new homes are needed in England alone each year to meet demand. In 2019, 2020, it was 244. It's insufficient. France builds three times as many houses as the UK does, as England does rather. Okay. Savings, as I mentioned before, 186 billion increase in deposits over the last year. In addition to that, you can look at the property cycle. We've covered this in previous market wraps, but basically it could well be, according to historical data, that we are at the start, we have the start of a five-year property boom. Okay, and then after that it gets overheated and we have a correction. That could be the case. So we may not be having a crash now, it may carry on for another five years. Then you look at inflation, everyone's talking about inflation creeping back, back in. 
You know, the Bank of England has recently issued some statements. They don't know what's going on really either. They're just going to try and be as conservative as possible to keep inflation under control. But they can't increase interest rates by too much because that will kill the recovery of the economy. And as we said before, the UK's economy has come out after the US as a second economy to hit GDP that is equivalent to what it was before COVID-19, which is amazing. What inflation? What effect will inflation have on property? Firstly, rents will go up in line with inflation, so that's a good thing for you. In addition, as I've always said before, the tenant who's paying that rent plus inflation are your friends because they would erode away the debt, and there's no doubt about that. The debt on the property I had when I first started off in life was fifty thousand pounds. As I said, it's not enough to buy a good car now. However, it all depends on also what the Bank of England does with interest rates if it increases them quickly. And that could be an issue. What's our own view? Well, people say global financial crisis, end of the world was nigh. So let's go back to that and let's have a look at what happened from that coming to this point. And just before I say that, I just want to say that this isn't all APW information. I have culled a lot of this from the internet and used quite a lot of everyone else's figures. So thank you for those different companies that put that out there. So if you look at Kilburn, North London, if you bought in 2008, average house price then was £400,000. That year, prices fell by 2%. The following year, they recovered. So if you remember on the 18-year um, cycle, yeah, that's sort of like wibbly-wobbly bit, wishy-washy bit bad. Okay, then prices started to go up generally after that. So if you'd sold at the end of year two, you'd have lost £20,000, including all transaction costs. And that's a key point. Is it too late to buy? No, it's not. But you have to look at the long term. Secondly, what about five years? If you'd sold after five years, which is still during this sort of wibbly wobbly bit coming out of it, you'd have made £50,000 profit. And then if you sold after 10 years, you'd have made £269,000 profit. So buy and hold. That's the whole point. So that's the basic figures. What can we say on top of that? The answer is no, it's not too late. You can still get in. Things you need to do first are organise a decision in principle from a lender, get a dip. There's no point going out there and making bids on places to find out it's going to take you eight weeks on average to get a mortgage, which is what it's taking at the moment. Do a thorough property and financial uh, analysis to make sure the property is as good as it looks and the financial analysis means it will work. You've got to have a lot of cash on hand if you're buying in somewhere with a rental yield of 3%, which is what Kilburn is. If you're going to buy somewhere in the not-so-sexy north, then great, happy days. You'd be getting 5.5%, 6%. Bear in mind, a client this week showed me that the costs of managing a, an apartment over the length of a 25-year mortgage, he reckoned worked out to be about £15,000 in service charges and ground rent. You don't have that in houses. But flats are a lot easier to rent as a rule. So look at what you're buying, look at the target market you're going to try and rent to. As I said before, Nottingham is the best rental market potentially in the UK at the moment. All the Midlands distributions, warehouses that are being built for e-commerce. And as I said before, e-commerce at the moment accounts for 22% of retail sales. It is pr predicted it could go as high as 60%. Where are those distribution networks going to be? in the midlands, i.e. says it in the name, 
Midlands. So it's easy to get to north, south, west, east. So that's why Nottingham potentially is a good buying location. Lots of new industries up that way. So ensure you have enough cash to cover shortfalls if your rental yield isn't there. Build up what we call a sinking fund, i.e. money to, to, to do with uh, repairs. Limit your leverage if you can. So get as lower loan to value mortgage as you possibly can. That'll get you a better interest rate as well. Do your research on where you want to buy. Are there people there who actually want to rent? You know, there's no point buying somewhere if there's no one there to rent it. Look at the long term. It's not a two year deal. It's a 10 to 15 year deal. And anyone who tells you it's not is being foolish. At APW, we can help with all these sort of things. This is what we do for a living. Please do have a look at our podcast. Please do subscribe, subscribe to the web if you wish. Um, thank you very much for listening. And as I said before, all this information comes from the internet. You've got to get it all together. Thank you. Bye.